Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Welcome to The Photo Detective, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. How are you doing? The world is in a very strange place right now. We're all feeling it. Uh, It's a different kind of place, a place we never expected to be. And I'm working on distractions. So if you're looking for something to take your mind off the news, which is gloomy every minute of every day, you can look on the Photo Detective Facebook page. I did something called a 30-day photo reunion challenge. And it's just about done. It'll finish in a couple of days after you hear this podcast. But if you are related to any of those individuals that I featured over the last 30 days, the photo is yours. All you need to do is send me an email and prove how you're related to them. And I will send it to you. One, I can go to the post office again, of course. Over on Instagram, I'm having a good time as well. So one of my colleagues here in the Providence, Rhode Island area for the Providence Preservation Society, a group that I I know and, and love, started an alphabet on an alphabet of architecture on Instagram. And I thought, oh, an alphabet project actually sounds like a pretty fun idea. So I did an A to Z alphabet of photography, and it posts on Instagram twice a week. And I'm debating whether or not I'm going to post it on Facebook as well. But by the time we're at Z, it will be July. So keep that in mind. And hopefully all of this will be a distant memory. I decided to also do another A to Z, and this time for Old Providence, my oldpvd.com site, and that's on Instagram as well. And it's a lot of fun to think about, what are you going to use for Z? What about Q? All those difficult letters, the ones with the extra points when you play Scrabble. But they can be a real challenge when you're doing a visual alphabet of something. But check it out. It's a lot of fun. And Instagram is just flooded with lots of wonderful photographs to look at. Um, Not just my feed, but lots of other people's feeds. In the middle of all of this madness that we're living through, I follow several local antique places because I'm just 
endlessly fascinated with the things that turn up at auction and that people have and pass down in the family. And so this local antique shop just opened like less than a month ago. And now, of course, everything is closed. So he's been very busy posting on Instagram. And I saw something and I had to have it. And it's something I've never had in my collection before. And it's a photo prop. And I'm going to try to photograph it with my shot box to take a really nice picture of it and then put it up on my Facebook page. But it's a little brass bird from the 1880s. And I'm also going to put it in my newsletter so that you can see it. So the little tail moves and so does the beak. And the antique dealer is the one who told me that it's a photographer's prop. You know, when you go to the photo studio and they say smile, well, they used to say, watch the birdie. And this is one of those little birdies that used to have a little uh, air squeezy thing at the end. And it would blow air in there and the bird would chirp and the tail would wiggle and the beak would move. And so it would keep children occupied and hopefully keep let them smile. So because we're in the world of deliveries and the dealer lives in my neighborhood, he dropped off my purchase on my porch and we waved through the door. It's lovely. It's tiny, only a few inches in height, and I'd never seen one before. So I had to have it. A little happiness in the midst of what's going on. It's April, the month I usually devote to the last muster and the American Revolution because of the connection to the shot heard around the world, April 19th. Last year at this time, I was presenting at the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia and at the Concord Museum in Concord, Massachusetts. And I was joined by the folks from Reversima Productions. We got together to talk to audiences about our films, a revolutionary trio. So Revolutionary Voices explores three stories, including those of a soldier whose discharge papers were signed by George Washington, a Quaker woman torn between the pacifist views of her religion and her attraction to the Republican ideals of George Washington, and a free man of color who served six years as a soldier in the Continental Army. Each segment sheds some light on the world of early photography. I get to weigh in on the images as the photo detective. And along the way, we make new discoveries about the people and the places, and sometimes things turn up that are very unexpected. Finally, the journeys from one location to another means that we did a lot of searching for images and records, and we visited with scholars and descendants of some of these individuals. And we put each of the subjects in historical context to create a correspondence between the past and the present. We made the decision to make the films available for free, and you can watch and share them on my website, MaureenTaylor.com under Projects, a Revolutionary Trio. I wanted to do something different this year for the last muster month, which is how I think about April. And so I decided to start researching an image in my collection, something I'd bought a few years ago. It's a carte de visite from E.M. Worth's American Museum. And it claims to depict General George Washington's camp lantern and his knife and fork, all of which were used, of course, during the Revolutionary War in 1776. This image was likely sold as a souvenir when one visited the museum. But what's the story? It's puzzled me for a while. 
So here's the thing. Dime museums have a long history. Barnum's American Museum was very popular in the 1850s. The term dime museum comes from the fact that the admission was 10 cents. Turns out that Worth's American Museum was once a Cincinnati destination. In late 1878, it was a mixture of live action, think circus slash aquarium, and then photos of the notorious and the famous. It had Willis Cobb's miniature circus, performing dogs, goats, and monkeys. 12,000 curiosities on display. Pictures of burglars and murderers. The General George Washington camp kit. A photo of John Wilkes Booth's boot. Photos of Tom Thumb and his wife. A mummified Egyptian child. And a lecture hall that could seat hundreds. In the 1880s, Worth found a partner and opened an establishment in New York. I could spend days researching this image, but I decided to stop. I was able to date it from articles on newspapers.com and even found a mention of the exact image in my collection. You can view it in my newsletter. Not signed up? Guess what? It's easy. Go to MaureenTaylor.com for a sign-up form. If you're looking for online classes, Vivipix has brought together some well-known genealogy speakers for live presentations, or you can watch the recordings later. If you want more information on these online classes, please click the link in the show notes. I hope you've been listening to my podcast this month. I've had some really fun guests. I had Gonzalo from Chile talking about how photographs kept his family in touch over, I don't know, 50 years or so from Chile to Italy. It's fascinating. And then I had Emily Raposa on as a guest. She's with the Lincoln Collection at the Allen County Public Library and that rediscovered picture of someone in my last muster books. Coming up in the week after this one, I have interviewed someone at the United States Naval Museum, and he is the photography curator. So stay tuned. Let me know if you have a guest you'd like me to interview. I'm always looking for new ones. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media, leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.